0: Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you are encouraged by this message from the Nichols Road campus. For more info, look us up at newdaycommunity.org. Good morning, everyone. I'm really excited to be here today. I'm uh, just really happy to be able to share with you all. Uh, Before we get started, um, there's this little sheet on your chair, and on the back side it says, Guess how many baptisms that we've had in the last 30 years as a church as we celebrate our 30th anniversary this year. So uh, what I want you to do is just put your name on it and write how many baptisms you think we've had in the last 30 years, and then in about five minutes they're going to pass the basket around and collect it all, and we have a few prizes at the end for those who have come closest. But remember that Japan is one of the hardest countries in the world To reach and have see baptisms happen. I'll give you that hint. Okay, so do that as I get uh, the message started. Um, How many of you know the story of Joshua and the Israelites crossing the Jordan River? Can I see your hands? Okay, those of you who don't know, you can talk to them. So I'm not going to spend all the time explaining that story, but I want to uh, use that story as the backdrop for what God has been doing in and through us as a church, and especially this year. Uh, the the key verse that I have right here it says, "No one will be victorious against you for the rest of your life. I'll be with you just like I was with Moses. I'll never fail you nor abandon you." And that's the same thing Jesus said, right? "I'll never leave you or forsake you," right? And so that's something that that's a promise that we can hold on to. And uh, the title of this message is Expect Miracles. Because th- this is the theme that God gave us as a church when we first uh, started the year. We fasted and prayed and God said expect miracles. How many want to see miracles happen in their lives? Right? But did you realize that in order to see a miracle in your life, you have to have some kind of challenge. <laughs> we don't think about it that way, right? We got all excited. Yes, God wants to show us many miracles this year, but then on the downside is that we've had a lot of huge, huge challenges in our lives uh, this year personally as well as as a church. Um, but I want to go through some of the things, and I want to tell a lot of tell you just some of the stories of some of the miracles that God has done in us and through us as a church this year. Um, Joshua and them, the Israelites, they had to face the Jordan River in order to see their promise take place. They had to actually get out of their camp and go to a river that was at flood stage. They had to face their problem. They had to face their fear, but yet put their trust in Jesus, put their trust in God to help them get across this river into the promises that he had promised them. And that's the same for you and me. Uh, This was an impossible challenge for that nation. It wasn't just a couple people trying to get across the river. It was a whole nation, over 600 warriors plus their families, plus their livestock, plus their homes. They had to get everything across this river. It was an impossible challenge for them to do on their own. They needed a miracle. And sometimes we face challenges like that in our own lives where we need the the things that we face. There's just no way that we can meet it under our own power, under our own, own strength, and we need a miracle. But yet God is the God of the impossible. And when we take our minds off the impossibility of it all and put our minds on the one who meets the impossible, then we can see miracles happen. He said in Joshua 1.9, he says, I've commanded you, have an I, be strong and courageous. Don't be fearful or discouraged because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I think as I see as I read my Bible and I think about the miracles God did in the Old Testament and as I look at the the miracles that Jesus did in the New Testament I see two main things in that. Number 1 is it displays the power of God both for the believer as well as the unbeliever. You know, when the Israel crossed that River When when God opened a path through that that raging river, it not only showed the believers, the Israelites, the power of God, but it put fear into the nations. And it was a display of God's power to the nations around them. And I believe that God wants to do miracles in your lives. I believe he wants to use you to do miracles in other people's lives. And it's not only just for you, but it's to show the power of God to the people around you so that they can put their trust in God. Even in Israel, or when they crossed the, the into the promised land, there were whole cities who said, I don't want to fight against Israel. I want to join them. Why? Because they saw the power of God in display. The second thing that I see in the miracles that, take place is that there is a participation from people that God uses to see the miracle take place. You know, God loves to do miracles in our lives. He loves to do miracles in the lives of those you're reaching out to, but they're, they don't just happen on their own. They, it takes a participation from you and a participation from me to see miracles happen in our lives. We don't just sit back and say, where is it, God? God wants us to do something. God wants to use... Yeah, whoops, going too far. Without an act of faith on the part of God's people, there wouldn't have been a miracle at the Jordan. They had to participate, right? And so God wants to use you to participate to to participate in the impossible, participate in the miracle that not only touches your life, but the lives of those around you. Amen? They trusted that God would never fail them or abandon them. And that I believe that God is speaking to you. He will never fail you or abandon you when you put your faith and step out and participate with him to see miracles happen. We had a lot of overwhelming things that happened to us this year, both personally and as a church. And as you know, most of you know, that our air conditioning on the first two floors of our building, which is a commercial building, broke. And we thought, well, we're just going to use our emergency money that we have and hope that's enough. And then when we got uh, we talked to the contractor, and it came back. It was like $26,000 to fix the air conditioning. And it was twice as much as we were hoping for, praying for, really. And we didn't know what was going to happen. But we felt that God wanted us to do it. And we had, Kaku and I both, we prayed, and uh, we both felt a, a, just an unreal peace that God was going to take care of this and we didn't know how but god told us tell the contractor to start doing it because we needed to get it done before the summer began because in japan summers are very humid and very hot it was 90s and up through the hundreds with 85 to 95% humidity so if we didn't have any air conditioning nobody's going to show up <laughs> Unless they want to take a sauna, you know, <laughs> but nobody was going to show up. So we told the contractor before we knew how we could pay for it that just go ahead and give us a date when you can get started and we're going to we're going to do it. And we just stepped out in faith and we told our church we're going to take an offering. And our church is only uh, at, right now it's around 35, 40 people. And that's with children. And so we're going to take a special offering for this. And normally when we take a special offering, we get less than $1,000. But we're just going to trust God. So we're going to step out in faith. And we're going to take an offering. And we're going to believe that God's going to provide. And then I got an email from Pastor Bill saying that uh, the New Day churches were going to uh, fundraise. And that just completely humbled us. And, uh, I mean, we were just beyond our imagination that uh, you guys would do that. And then when he told us how much they raised, I think it was like, what was it, like 14400 something like that? We thought, wow, that's so great. But what we didn't realize and what you don't realize is that the dollar is very strong right now to the end. But the, the funny thing and the hard thing is that all the money that New Day gives us goes into a bank here, and then we use an ATM in Japan to draw it out. And so normally if the dollar to yen is about equal, we can draw out about $500 a day. But right now, the dollar is very strong. So we could only draw out $350 a day. So it took me over a month going back and forth to the ATM every day without almost without missing to get all the money to Japan. And we are praying, God, let the dollar stay strong <laughs> through this time. And would you believe it? After we got it to Japan, it was like $20,000. And our church... Raised five thousand dollars, and then we had some other offerings from other people that ended up we were able to pay for the air conditioning, but we had enough left over to pray to pay and buy a new keyboard for our broken keyboard. That we thought Kaku was getting bad at playing the piano, but she was just <laughs> lifting the keys all the time because they would always stick, and so we were able to buy a keyboard on top of that. So, God is just great. That was just one miracle that we needed it was impossible for us to do and we want to thank you because you participated in the miracle and I want you to know that you are participating in the miracles that we see in Japan and that was just one way and it was a big way for us uh, to see a miracle happen and we were so excited and the church was just so grateful and uh, praying for you all and thanking God for your faithfulness. See, when we want to see God's promises and God's miracles happen in our lives, in Joshua 1.7 it says, Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will, su- you will be successful in everything you do. See, there's two parts to this. God's part is the promise. He promises no one will be victorious against you for the rest of your life. I'll neither fail you nor abandon you. But our part is to be strong and courageous and to obey his instructions. And that takes courage, right? Many times to obey what God is telling us to do takes a lot of courage. We, it took us a lot of courage to tell the contractor that we wanted him to do it and we had to pay for it when it was done. And we didn't have the money at the time, so, but we followed the Lord's instructions and the miracle took place. And I want to encourage you that when you follow the instructions of God, the miracles will take place. Amen. They just will. That is when we will see and experience the miracles of God. Amen? And I think there's something here it talks about meditating on the instructions. I think says this set of instructions is not to cease being a part of your conversations. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to carry out everything that's written in it, for then you'll prosper and succeed. I think there is something here that many people miss, and that's about meditating on what God is promising you, what God is speaking to you to do, rather than meditating on the impossibility, right? Many times our mind goes to the impossibility rather than going to the promises of God and what he's instructing us to do. And so God wants to encourage you to move forward, move forward in faith. Faith and not in fear focus on the promise and not on the fear that Satan wants you to focus upon because faith if we believe in his miracle working power then it will show in our faith and obedience to become active in our walk with him see faith is always active it's not passive right we we can say we have faith, but it will show in what we do, what, who we have faith in. So to see miracles happen, we need, just like the Israelites had to go out of the camp and go to the river, and I'm not going to read these verses, but to see miracles happen, we need to leave behind our comfort zone. The Israelites had to leave their camp. They were comfortable there. But they had to leave their camp and face the difficulty that they had. They had to face the problem head on. And, and many times I, I think God is calling you today, leave your comfort zone. If you want to see miracles happen in your lives, if you want to see miracles happen in your communities, you have to get out of your comfort zone sometimes. And that's so hard. I mean, I, like, I, I bet most of you sit in the same seats every week because you're comfortable there. Right? It's hard to get out of your comfort zone. But God is calling us to get out of our comfort zone. Honestly, would you like to be the first person to step into the river, a raging river? Yet, who was it that had to step into the river? And who was carrying the ark? The priests. And who does God say that we are in Revelation? Doesn't Jesus say that we are the priests of God? So if we want to see the miracles take place, it's us who have to take the first step, not waiting for someone else. (coughs) Excuse me. So when you participate in miracles, when you step out in faith, you not only see miracles happen in your lives, but you will see miracles happen in other people's lives because God wants to use you to participate. Like even the, the trail that you're doing for, for the harvest, harvest trail, you're participating to see other people blessed and have miracles happen in their lives. And I'm going to skip some things because I want to get down to some of the other impossible things that God has been doing. But think about it. What is the impossible in your life? This is them putting in the air conditioning at our, at our church on the first and second floor. Our first floor is a sanctuary. Our second floor is uh, where we do a lot of different events and where we have fellowship. And praise God, we are back to having lunch after church uh, with everyone. We're doing our small groups again at church and we're just happy that we can be doing that again and using the building that God has graciously given us to use. But what is the impossible in your life that you feel is only possible if God intervenes? What is the impossible in the lives of those you're reaching out that you feel is only possible if God intervenes? You know, they could have easily been swept away by that river when they stepped into it. I, for one, wouldn't want to be the first one to step in. But on the other hand, if I really know that God has spoken, for the most part, I don't hesitate. And sometimes I move forward too quickly, more quickly than God wants me to. But I would rather move too quickly then not move at all. Amen. Sometimes we feel that we're going to be swept away by the impossible things in our lives, but sometimes what God and his word is telling us to do can seem so unreal and so impossible. But don't study, and this is what I told our church family, don't study your fear, but rather study who your God is. That's where our hearts and our minds need to turn. It's not studying our fear, but studying who your God is. Who is your God? Is he able? My God is able. And I've experienced that many times, and I'm going to go through some of the things. Sometimes just being strong and courageous can be just committing yourself to reading your Bible. Committing yourself to coming to church even when you don't feel like it. Committing to helping in an event like the trail harvest even when you don't feel like it because you're, you're staying connected to God and you're staying connected to community and you're trusting that God's going to bring a miracle in your life. Choose to show up even when feelings and selfishness are telling you to do something else. Stay connected. Stay connected. Stay connected to your spiritual family. Stay connected to the Holy Spirit who wants to speak into your life. And I love that testimony this morning because, you know, we've taken steps of faith over the last three years. We've uh, come longer than we normally try to come to the States so that we could go to South Carolina. And we've been recording the, uh, the Wellspring School of the Heart ministry we've been recording that school into both English and Japanese so that our church uh, is actually using that and we need it both in English and Japanese and so we've been every year we've been coming we've been going there and recording that and that took a big step of faith for us and it took a lot of faith for Kaku because uh, she's used to translating for me but she's not used to translating for southern people who, <laughs> who maybe talk a little bit differently and one, uh, and English people from from England, you know, but she did a, a amazing job doing it and we have been blessed and we have been seeing miracles happen because we brought this school to our little church, we have seen people getting set free, we have been seeing people grow in their, and mature in their relationship and they have been seeing like we do, hearing God's voice also in our school. And we have such great testimonies. And uh, maybe you can just come up and give a really quick testimony about Nyla. Can she use that mic? Is that okay? Together. Okay.
1: Um, so uh, one of the members who attended the, the Wellspring teaching, and she heard about God can speak to you. Like sometimes we say, oh, God will speak to the pastors and leaders, but I'm just a member and maybe he can't speak to me. But then that's what she thought. But this member, after she heard that the God can speak to you, even in a little thing, uh, one day uh, she's working for a company that translates, uh, translating uh, for Filipinos. And then she, she had this important document, but she couldn't find it. She had to turn it into the company, but she couldn't find it, and she was in panic. And then she remembered the teaching about God can speak to you, even in a little thing. Before her, it was a big thing. So she, she prayed to God, oh, God, I need this document. Where is it? And then God told her that it's in the trunk of your tr- uh, car. So she went there, and it was there. So like her face was just so strengthened, and she was so encouraged. Oh, God can speak to me. Even a person to me, he can speak to me. So she's applying that to, to her life that she is, you know, seeking God and hearing from God every day.
0: Amen. So that's just another miracle. See, I I see it as a miracle to be able to have this Wellspring School of the Heart in Japan where there is Japanese don't feel like they can hear themselves hear from God. And this teaching really helps them to learn that God is a Papa who wants to talk and communicate with you. And, you know, we we do Father's love, we do uh, forgiveness and, and those things too, but God has used this Wellspring, School of the Heart, to mature the people in our church, and now they're reaching out more because of that. And so that's something that you as New Day has participated in to see miracles happen in Japan. Another thing that we had done in the past is a thing called the gathering. And then we had to shut it down when her parents um, got Alzheimer's. But we decided to start it up again. uh, And because we have the air conditioning, we can do it. Uh, We just invite people from the community to come and have coffee, have desserts. They, They can practice their English, or they can just talk in Japanese. And in the past, it was just me and Kaku and a couple other ladies that were doing it in the past. But now that we're doing it on a Sunday afternoon, uh, our our small groups are joining in and sticking around to just reach out to these these people. And not just young people, (laughs) people. Some of them are quite old. (laughs) But that's another miracle that we've seen. In the past, it was just us doing all the work. But now we're seeing others growing, maturing, and actually wanting to reach out to the, to the community. And so that's just another miracle we're seeing this year. And uh, this year, because we have the air conditioning, uh, we've been able to have Mother's Day and Father's Day events, which we had not been doing. And people are just happy to get together now in, in the church, and just members are happy to get together and stick around, and they just, Uh, Many times I have to turn the lights off sometimes to get people to go home. (laughs) But as you know, this November, we're going to celebrate our 30th anniversary as a church and living and ministering in Japan. And that seemed like impossible task to prepare for uh, because we don't have any staff, but We really felt like we wanted to do it, and we wanted to see teams come both from here and from South Carolina. And uh, South Carolina is not going to be able to because they're getting into their new building. But we're so happy that a team is coming from here, but we don't have a lot of hotels in our area. And so uh, since Kaku's parents have passed away, the house was getting old, and it was going to take a lot of cleaning to get it prepared for any team to stay there and, and feel comfortable. And so we thought, I just, I can't do it. I have a torn rotator cuff and a, just doing, I don't mind cleaning, but I can't do the cleaning. And so we didn't know what we were going to do. But then we had um, a young lady who came to our church. Uh, she's the niece of one of our members. Uh, she came last year uh, to our campus conference it's a youth camp that we hold in the summer and she got really touched by God went back to the Philippines got involved at church was serving at the church there and she's looking around there's so many Filipinos serving at the church in in the Philippines and she said there's so many people here serving but they have nobody that's able to help in in Japan I want to come back for my summer break and I could tell you her story Her, her story is quite touching also but She contacted her aunt and said, can I come? Is there anything that they need? Can I come and serve? And I said, well, what I really need is someone to help clean this house. And not many people want to come as a missionary to come clean. (laughs) But she's worked with her aunt and her Japanese uncle, and they have a professional cleaning business. And so she's learned how to professionally clean. And she said, I... And this is a miracle in itself," she said. "I'm gonna. I want to buy my own ticket. And she's was homeless and working. Um, uh, got a scholarship to go to university. And she said, "I want to. I want to pay for my own ticket. I want to earn my own money. And I want to come for my summer break. And I'm happy to do the cleaning. Wow. And so she came, and she just transformed that whole house. I mean, we thought we were going to have to replace. Uh, sinks and different things but it's all nice and shiny again and it's they're all working and we said can you stay an extra three months <laughs> because not only was she doing that but she was actually helping me with a lot of uh, work for the church both with computers she designed um, she is studying communications so uh, she was just able to help with PowerPoints and translations. She said, I'll come and help you with the soundboard. I'd like to learn how to do the soundboard. And what I didn't realize is I play drums, and so I have headphones on playing in the back, so everything sounds great to me. But she's saying, we can't hardly hear the drums out in the sanctuary. Can, can, we, can we fix that? And I said, sure. So her and I got together, and we worked on the soundboard and realized now there's just a great drum coming through the sound. And everybody was quite shocked because we had comments on how good the drums sounded, which <laughs> surprised me because I'm not that good of a drummer. <laughs> but they could actually hear the drums. And so she's been just, it's been a miracle that she could come. And then we asked her, could you stay an extra three months? And she said, well, I'll have to check and see if my schooling, I can do it online. And I'll see... Uh, if immigration will even give me an extension. And so we, we prayed and we took her, uh, we talked to her. She said, okay, I can do my, my classes this next semester, part of it online, so I can, I can stay if I can get uh, extension. And so we took her to immigration and she got extended that very day. And so she's actually going to be there for the celebration in November. And so we're really excited about that. And so that's just another miracle that we've seen. And she is there right there. That's her. Her name is Doreen. Please pray for her. Um, We really want, after she finishes school, we really want to find somehow to bring her back as a full-time missionary to help us because she has been such a great help, Uh, not only with cleaning and stuff, but just helping me do a lot of different things that I've had to do on my own. Uh, with the computer, just computer related stuff and so we really would like to see her come back next year and so we're really praying for that but I just want to encourage you that every time you put money in the offering and check our name or you check another missionary's name you are participating in seeing miracles happen and you're seeing miracles happen in our lives but you're seeing miracles happen in Japan and so I just want to let you encourage you that we we are so thankful for your for your constant support monthly support i mean what you guys support us with helps us stay in japan you guys are the main people who support our ministry and uh we couldn't do it without you and w- i want you to know that we appreciate it and we're humbled by your by your faithfulness and Just as a side note, the dollar is really strong right now. (laughs) So I want to just, I want to have Kaku come up. Did everyone get a paper that needed one? I forgot to, you finished? Okay, so we're going to play this game and then I have a couple more miracles that I want to share with you. But we're going to play this now instead of at the end. And so um, did we have any ties? No, okay, so how many said, how many said 300? Well, you're quite off, sorry, (laughs) I wish. How many said 200? Okay, we didn't get that far either. So how many said more than 100? Okay, did you write their names or? okay. So the closest was 112, and we actually had 109 baptisms in 30 years. So, yeah, you can take it to him. And then the second closest was 100, and that was Jimmy. And the third one was 120, and that's, is that Todd? Todd. Todd, over there. So as I said before, it is very difficult to see people uh, get baptized in Japan because they know when they get baptized, they're giving up their traditional religions and all other religions to follow Jesus. And I want to tell you, uh, we had someone get, we had a lady get saved in August this year, and it was an amazing. She sits on the front row now, raises her hands, just worshiping God. She, I think, I, oh, that's another one I want to talk about. She is 86 years old, and she sits on the front row, and during the message. In, in Japanese, she's saying, really? Really? Is that for me? Really? And she's just so engaged in the message and in the worship. And it just has brought life to the church. And she's 86 years old. Wow. And another miracle is that, uh, like I said about Doreen, she came last year to our, our youth campus conference. And we had another campus conference this year. And normally, we have three or four people at the most go to this, four young people. And because the economy is so bad, prices went up really high. And so we thought, well, we haven't had much much, um, luck in fundraising in the past, but we're going to try to fundraise for these families. Because even one family had two children that wanted to go. And so we thought, if we can fundraise and at least get $50 per child. And so we wanted to raise at least $50 just to help a little bit. And we thought four or five at the most would go. And so I thought, we just had fundraising for the air conditioning. So we thought, can we even raise anything? And so we, had, uh, we decided to sell some Japanese noodles. We call it obento box, like a lunch box. And the church paid for all the ingredients. And so, normally, if you would go pay for it at a supermarket, it'd be about $3 or less. And uh, so, we decided that we would sell it for $10. So that all the money, all the proceeds would go to help our kids. And when I announced it, the funny, kind of funny thing is, someone said, That's expensive. And they didn't realize, it. and so I said, well, let me explain. The money, if you're just buying the, the food, yeah, it's expensive. But what we're doing is then we're, we're investing in the next generation and to see them touched by God and, and filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we raised enough, and we had, Oops, I'm going the wrong way again. We had 10 young people go. This has never happened in our church. We had to figure out who are these young people because we didn't know we had that many that were that were eligible to go, and so we had ten people. But we raised enough to pay seventy dollars to give seventy dollars per child for ten of them. Wow. And uh, where is he at? Is he there? the one in the very middle? He's uh, autistic. And for the first time, we saw him. At the conference, they take down all the chairs, and then they just have everybody standing and worshiping together. And it's a much smaller room than this room. And he was down on the front row just worshiping God. And we saw so many filled with the Holy Spirit. We saw uh, just lives emotionally healing, and we just some them recommitting themselves to the Lord. And it was just an amazing time. And it was truly a miracle to see that many young people go. And so you participated in that. And another thing that we like to do is that we like to uh, invite people to our home. And um, as you know, I love barbecue. And everybody we invite to our home loves barbecue because they don't get it anywhere else in Japan. And so it's, it's a novelty for them. And they... They like my barbecue. And so we go through a lot of barbecue sauce. (laughs) But we have been, because you uh, support us, we're able to, and because many times you've sent us barbecue sauce, uh, we've been able to have different people, uh, both Japanese and people from other countries, uh, come to our house for for lunch and for dinners and just reaching out to them and these are two uh, English teachers who just came to our area who are teaching English and they started coming to our church and one's from Jamaica and one's from Florida but uh, parents are from the Virgin Islands so she grew up in the Virgin Islands and they have brought so much life to the church also and so uh, and You know, we just love having people over to our house, and we're able to do that because we have the finances to buy extra food and extra meat and extra ingredients because you guys are participating with us. And so I can't stress that enough that we appreciate your participation. And I just want, if Justin could come up and play a little bit, I I want you to stand and I want you to think about what's the miracle that you want to see In your life? What is the miracle that you want to see in those you are reaching out to? And let's just commit those to the Lord and ask Lord, what do you want me to do to participate? Doreen, this Filipino lady, she never really knew her father. Father, they were never married. And then when her mom uh, started shacking up with another man, she kicked Doreen out of the house. And so she was living under the stairway for a while. She applied for scholarship to go to university she got that and was able then to stay with an aunt as she went to university but she, she never lost her faith through that she stayed connected to God and she stayed connected to spiritual family and she has blessed our church and they had a birthday party for her while we were gone and it was so good to see so many people celebrating her life with her And so I want us to think about what's the miracle? What is God calling us to do? What is the miracle that we need to see in our lives? What is the miracle that we need to see in other people's lives that we're reaching out to? How can we participate? Just ask the Lord, Lord, how can I participate to see miracles happen? Lord, help us not to study our fear, but to study who you are, and what you are capable to do and desire to do in our lives. Because there is so much... Can we sing a song? Whichever song you want.
2: Like this man, the man who walks with sinners, I've never seen a love like this. I'm as changed as the leper, I want to be like this man, a man who walks with sinners, I've never seen a love like this, I'm as changed as the leper. water to my soul. Your word is a lamp unto my feet. Jesus, I love you. I love you. Your name is like honey on my lips. Your speech so
0: a way where there seems to be no way because you are a way maker Lord help us Lord to participate with you help us to step out in faith and not focus on the impossibility but focus on the God of the impossible Lord touch and bless each one here let your grace be upon them as they go through their challenges in life And let them rise up and have courage and expect miracles to happen, Lord. Let each one believe for greater things than they've seen in the past. Lord, I bless them right now. In Jesus' name.